You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. good everybody welcome back to another episode of han speaks the podcast where you share your thoughts and experiences and i speak on them thank you guys so much for being here for those of you who are new welcome welcome hope you like what you're hearing if not hey man give me another chance check another episode i am positively confident you will be delighted but guys i have a wonderful show for you today actually you know what this might be a little bit of a a venting show for me today i have some things that I've seen on social media that I just need to get off my chest. We're going to jump right into it, guys. So first and foremost, I love basketball. It is playoff season, and it is basically really every basketball lovers or those who follow the NBA. This is just a high moment right here. Anticipation into the NBA finals. The best teams in the league slug it out. So it's really been a great time for basketball viewers right now. But I did see something that really did trouble me, and I just really had to speak on it. So the Phoenix Suns have a all-star point guard by the name of Chris Paul. He is a future Hall of Famer. He is honestly known as a top five point guard of all time in NBA. He's extremely skilled. So while in the opposing team's arena, they were playing and his family, his mother and his wife were sitting behind his team's bench and some fans began to harass his family and put hands on his family. Now in the footage that I've seen on social media, I have not seen the actual act of said fans putting their hands on Chris Paul's family, but I did see security escort those fans out of the arena and I did see Chris Paul's reaction. Now here are my thoughts. I am one who values family really above most things and you have to protect your family at all costs. So I do see some people really criticizing Chris Paul's response to the fan. Now, let me give you more context. One of the fans that was escorted seemed to be a teenager, a minor. And Chris Paul can be seen basically yelling at the teen, hey, I will see you later, um, which is, you know, to me, an implied threat. Like, yo, I'm gonna come see you. And I know you guys may not agree with this, but I am perfectly fine with that. Because in that moment, you perceive your family to be in danger. And as a leader of that household, as a part of that family, and as a protector, as I'm sure Chris Paul sees himself, you're going to do what you think is necessary to make sure that that threat is neutralized. So I have honestly no problem with uh, Chris Paul's reaction at that moment. It's similar to what we see in, you know, nature documentaries, right? When a mama bear is protecting her cubs, et cetera, et cetera. He was doing what he thought he needed to do to neutralize that threat at that moment. You can't fault the man for that reaction. He sees his family in danger. He's going to do what he needs to do. Um, I myself have a similar um, experience. It was years ago. I was playing basketball 
with a, I guess you call him a friend. I don't know at the time. So backstory is this. He was a high school uh, classmate of mine and we had played ball before and he was just always talking trash saying, hey, you know, when you get on this court, you know, I'm going to beat you. I got something for you. You can't play, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm always, you know, like, OK, whatever, bro. Just kind of slight little trash talking back and forth because in my head, I'm like, this dude is wild and there's no way he's going to beat me. So lo and behold, um, one day I decided like, yo, I'm going to go to the park and play some ball. Hopefully there's some people there I can, you know, play a pickup game or so. And I have two younger sisters. Well, everybody's grown now, but they wanted to tag along. So I was like, all right, cool. I mean, there's swings at the park and, you know, there's other kids there and they'll have a great time. We'll just go. My parents were like, cool. Take your sisters to the park. Have fun. Just be back in a timely manner. No problem. Drive to the park. We're playing. And lo and behold, I see dude there. And he was really the only one there. And there was like maybe one or two other little kids shooting at the other ends. But nobody was really there yet. So you could get a run in. But I, I thought this was a great opportunity to, hey, let me take you up on this game that you've been wanting and antagonizing me about during school. Uh, let's play. Let's play one on one. Let's go. And <laughs> I'm going to be honest. His girl was there and I wanted to make it a point to embarrass him and to beat him really bad because he had been really talking trash and basically trying to embarrass me in school. So I wanted to get back at him and let him know, hey, I'm going to give you some of your own medicine. So we're playing ball and I am I'm literally tearing him up like it, it was bad. I think it I think he scored like two points, maybe. Um, and it got bad. Like it we went to 11 or something. He scored two and I, and I beat him right in front of his girl. And I'm like, oh, what happened? You know, now I'm talking trash. Like I beat you in front of your girl. And I even mentioned his girl at all. I just knew she was there. And I know how guys get you bring your girl to court you don't want to get embarrassed that's just facts so i'm like yo you know i'm talking trash and every after every point like i'm saying something to him like uh-huh this is what you wanted and so on and so on so you know it gets i don't think the game even ended i think it, it got a couple points to 11 if as i as it's coming back to me as i'm telling this story and you know um he throws the ball at me like he throws it real hard um near my head but he misses and i'm like oh okay you want to fight i'm like i'm not doing this like let me walk away um i don't even want to get in this altercation with you bro that's not what i'm here for i just wanted the ball like i'm like yo let, i'm good let's go so i call my i think my sisters had seen this and they got to the they got to the car and i'm like yo let's let's go let's get in the car i'm out so i'm walking away from this dude and he throws the ball again and it hits me um, on my back and I'm like yo chill out like I'm, I'm leaving I'm leaving I'm walking away from you like yo you're upset I get it you're heated in front of your girl like and he even said he's like you're gonna embarrass me in front of my girl da, da, da. I'm like yo you're a good fam like I'm just going like let's let's go because I don't want no problems like yo that's good I get it your feelings are hurt etc etc it went too far so getting my sisters in the car and he's still talking trash like come on man let's go you know you want to fight let's do this i'm like yo it's not what you want let's go so as i'm telling my sisters to get in the car i walk around to the other side and i get in the driver's seat and i see him get on the passenger side and he holds the door stopping my sister from closing the door oh i see red i lose it 
I immediately get out from my side of the car, run over to that side of the car, like basically hurl him over and he just tumbles and falls over on the concrete and now I'm walking down on him and I can see the white and fear in his eyes and he's like, no, 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 chill, chill, chill. I don't want no problems. And I'm like, no, like this is what you want now. Like, no, you don't, you don't come towards my family. You don't come near my sisters. You don't do anything. And I'm just like going off on him and he's still on the ground like, backing up like no 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 we're good we're good man i love you you know i'm like no get away from me go go so he's trying to hug it out whatever but i share this to say when your family's in danger sometimes you just get into this instinctive mode to do nothing but protect them now granted i understand that was a minor but that doesn't mean minors aren't capable of doing harm. That doesn't mean that that child shouldn't be held accountable for their actions. Now, granted, maybe Chris Paul's not the one to go hand out accountability because he's in a state of a, a high emotional state. But yet and still, that child, teenager, whatever, still needs to be held accountable for their actions. And I do not fault Chris Paul for wanting to protect his family. And the next and last thing I do want to touch on this subject before we do go on to break is this zoo mentality that fans are having nowadays. It is wild to me. Granted, I understand basketball at the end of the day is a form of entertainment. We watch it. We attend it to be entertained. I understand that. But let's not forget that those are actual factual human beings on that court. They're not machines, they're not toys, they're not animals. Those are actual, factual human beings, and they should be treated as such. Although they're entertaining you, they're still human beings. So we need to get out of this spectator zoo mentality, even though it is an entertainment venue, but still understand these are human beings that need to be respected. Because at the end of the day, if you saw him walking down the street, although he looks small on the court, he's still a towering six foot whatever. You're not going to speak to that man in that same way. You're not going to address him and his family in that same vigor of boldness. So please, guys, if you're a spectator, if you're a fan, I understand, you know, jeering, booing and all that. But do not make the mistake and dehumanize them. They're humans and they're going to act accordingly. So you yourself have to do the same when you're attending these games. Like I said, regular crowd etiquette, boo, you're trash. Like that to me is fine. But putting hands and harassing a man's family, that's just vile, unacceptable. All right, guys, I got to go to break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Han Speaks. Welcome back to Han Speak. So I mentioned in the first segment my thoughts on the whole Chris Paul incident. And like I said, this episode, man, I am um, venting, getting some stuff off my chest. It really what it is. So I don't know if you guys have heard the recent comments of a said 
football player Antonio Brown. So, wow, this is a really sports-heavy uh, topic. Didn't, didn't do that on purpose. I really didn't. Um, but Antonio Brown was on somebody's podcast, and he made the comments of basically saying he doesn't believe in racism. It doesn't exist to him. And this comment really irks my nerves. It really does. It is so self-absorbed and inconsiderate. It really is. And he's not the first one to say that. He's not the first black person to say that. One that comes to mind is Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has said this same comment a few years back that he doesn't believe in uh, racism because a white cop saved him when he uh, shot himself um, while other cops of his same race like, kind of walked over him. So, yeah, he's not the first one to say that. Um, and I really want to break this down because I think that perpetuates a certain thought or mindset that certain black people have when they achieve a certain amount of fame and prosperity. So understand one thing, the way racism is constructed, it is not a stop gate that catches everybody. Okay. As a matter of fact, if you really want to dive into it, the way it's design and systemic in nature it needs to let a couple people through in essence to give the perceived notion that it doesn't exist that it's not there all right it is still a social construct meaning that it is something that we as people created okay so let's get that straight it is not naturally occurring in nature we created racism right so let's get that straight Racism does exist. It is a social construct that we created. He is not wrong about that in his comments. Kind of, he was kind of alluding to it being a mindset, right? And and if you don't believe in a mindset, he was basically saying, um, if you don't believe in it, then basically it doesn't exist. It's not there, right? Which is can be true for other things, but this one, no. You're you're off. You're off, bro. You're off. You're, you're totally off your rocker. But here's what I'm saying. So he is running with this mindset of because he has reached certain heights in his career in um and also socioeconomic status and has broken through certain barriers that other people of color are still struggling with that no racism can exist because i made it through and i came from the slums and look where i'm at so it, it can't it can't possibly exist how self-absorbed are you that is wild so basically let's let's use a metaphor for this so basically because I'm no longer poor or making money, that means there's no there's no poor people. So poverty doesn't exist. Poverty is a choice. Like it is so wild to me when people get in this minor frame just because they've broken through. When really, if he was to look around and really compare himself to his white counterpart, he's really not that rich. He really doesn't have that much access like he thinks he does. So just because you're free to do whatever you want to doesn't mean everybody else has that benefit. You need to check your privilege. That's what's going on. Same thing with Lil Wayne. So just because you had a, a positive white, white experience with this uh, cop and, you know, he saved your life in essence, which is great. I'm glad he did. You know, you're you're a wonderful asset, I believe, to the rap music culture. But yet and still, that doesn't discount the millions of experiences of racism that black people have had across this country. Like, how do you just discount that? The centuries of racism that have occurred just based off of your experience 
So what you mean to tell me, similar to what Kanye was saying, was that it was a choice that we chose to be in this mindset? That is just wild to me that you could be that self-absorbed to believe because you were blessed and fortunate enough to break through certain barriers that we we who haven't did not do so because we're inept or it was a, a bad decision making. That is wild. And I want to share this with you guys because this mindset is also pervasive through other areas in life as well. So as you start to get certain levels of success, please, please understand your success cannot be generalized half the time. It is your individual success. Certain things have lined up for you to be afforded certain opportunities. It is not homogenous. We unfortunately are all not given the same opportunities to succeed that's just the fact of it and racism the way it's set up the way it's systemic meaning the way it's embedded into different systems in our life our socioeconomic systems the way we uh, get access to housing and resources it is so crippling so crippling so just because you have been afforded the opportunity to make it out does not negate the experience of the millions of others who are suffering from it. It really enrages me because it just discounts all the experiences of everybody. So all these videos that we're seeing of police brutality and all these Karens out here making false police reports, causing people to get arrested and everything that we're seeing, what, that's just a mindset? That's just what people hating? Come on, man. Come on, we gotta do better. And people who are buying into this mindset, please, please be cautious of what you're feeding into. Be cautious of what you're letting into your headspace. Because understand, yes, that frame of thinking can work well for other concepts in life, right? There is a certain element of truth to how you perceive the world affects how you maneuver within the world. Yes, there definitely is some truth to that statement, but also understand if I choose not to believe the sky is blue, it doesn't change the color of the sky for other people. That's just how I choose to maneuver through life. And you have to be mature enough and wise enough to make that distinction, especially when you have a platform like he does. Now, granted, a lot of people are making um, allegations of him being on drugs and things of that nature. And he has had some sordid experiences that I'm not going to dive into. What I am going to dive into is just the danger of that mindset that he's putting out there. And I don't want you guys to fall into that trap. Thinking and believing because you've achieved a certain measure of success that it discounts the experiences of millions of other people. Don't fall into that trap because then you're just a part of the system and you'll be used as a puppet, which this this is something I don't think he's realizing. So in essence, by him saying that he is in essence really being a part of the same system that he's saying doesn't exist, if that makes sense. It's all a part of that, because if they let um, I don't want to misquote it, but so. There's this monologue, um, it, was, it was in this book, basically this theory of, hey, if I let a couple of black people through and achieve success, right, and let them know that, hey, you see, you can do it. You have access to all these things. 
they will then impart and tell all the other black people who are struggling like, hey, you can make it when in fact they can't. We need them to have that hope to keep toiling in this system for us that benefits white people. So I say all this to say these comments made by Antonio Brown are very dangerous. He needs to be mindful of how he's using his platform. Those of you who are subscribing to it, please take some time to really deep dive into that concept and that notion and how it affects us as a collective. Yes, black people are afforded or people of color in general are afforded more opportunities than our ancestors. But that still doesn't negate the systems that are still in place today. Still doesn't mean we don't have work to do. Understand. We just got the right to vote a couple of decades ago. It hasn't been that long. There are still generations of people here. There are still people here who know what it's like not to be able to vote. Come on, guys. We got to do better. But on that note, guys, let me know what you think about today's episode. You can reach me on my social media. I'm available on IG as Hans Speaks. I'm also on Twitter as Hans underscore speaks as well. Please like the podcast, subscribe it, rate it, share it. Let all your friends know that you're enjoying this Hans Speaks podcast. I appreciate it. If you want to turn in a topic, you can do so via the social media handles I just gave you. Send me a message. Let me know what you want to uh, hear on the next episode. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining me. See you guys next week.